This episode of WDW Today is brought to you by Travel Nation. If you're planning your next Orlando vacation and you are feeling stressed, overwhelmed, you don't know what to do, you don't know how to make those Fast Pass Plus reservations, the dining, you're trying to make an app. They have an app, but you know what? You don't have to worry about the app. Well, maybe a little bit. You don't have to worry about near as much when you visit our friends at Travelmation because they're going to guide you through all of that process, and that is at travelmation.net slash WDW today. Concierge service with never any fees. That's right. First class service, never any fees. That's at travelmation.net slash WDW today. Also brought to you by Airbnb. If you're looking to plan a trip to Walt Disney World, Universal Studios, any of the area surrounded Orlando area attractions, and you're looking for a great place to stay with your whole family, look no further than my Orlando area luxury rental. And that is at Airbnb.com, a five-bedroom, seven-bed luxury house, private pool, spa. So many options there, Will. Arcade games. Whatever you need, we got it there. Check a look at the website. Check for availability and make sure always to click the contact form before booking because it goes straight to me and I do what I might do. The, I can't even talk right now. I'm so excited. I do the so best excited. I can to give our listeners the best possible rates. So that is at Airbnb.com. Now on with the show. Bringing the world to your world. This is WDW Today. It's Thursday, January 9th, 2020. This is episode 1687 of WDW Today. I'm Logan Seculo. I'm Will Haynes. I'm Matt Lott. And I'm the Grease. And Will and I just got back from an incredible trip that we're going to get into. But before we do... I get to do a trip report. I get to do a trip trip report. report. I like that song. Mm. Keep it going. Do-da-day. Trip report. Did Did you hear my new song that I wrote? It's called Boneless Chicken Margaritas. I heard about it a lot. What? Yeah, it's it great. It's great. Boneless Chicken Margaritas. Yep. Boneless Chicken Margaritas. Wait. Boneless Chicken Margaritas. Yeah. All the times that you need a. <clears throat> All right. Stop it, Matt. We need to listen margarita. because <clears throat> I want to hear about this trip. I don't want you to hear about it. I do. I want to hear about it. I know you do. And there's been a lot on our Facebook group, the well, listeners before we group. we get to that, Logan's got something else to do. Oh. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. Something uh, pretty cool for you our two listeners. took over. Sorry oh, about I'm that. sorry. Yeah. Well, no. I was just going to mention that. Don't touch me. You, go yep. ahead. Mention, you can mention. What are you going to mention? Don't well, no, I was just, like our, our listener group, while y'all were at Disney, they were like, what is happening? They were very excited. What and is going on? Here's what's happening. We were there as part of the 20 Magical Reasons promotion to visit Walt Disney World. And it was amazing. And us at WDW Today want to help out with your next trip to the most magical place on Earth. It's like nowhere else where you can be transported into stunning worlds, far off galaxies, and exciting new stories from the all new Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway attraction, which opens March 4th to epic adventures at Star Wars Galaxy's Edge to plenty of Epcot Festival fun. And there's more to see and do at all four Walt Disney World theme parks and no better way to experience it than with $100 
and Disney gift cards. To enter for your chance to win the gift of Disney magic, visit wdwtoday.com right now. That's wdwtoday.com right now. Only one entry per person must be a legal resident of one of the 50 United States or the District of Columbia and are 18 years of age or older. And our full contest rules are available on the website. So make sure you go and sign up for that right now. That is at wdwtoday.com. And we're going to be giving those out once a week for the next few weeks. So keep listening. We are thrilled to be uh, you know, just working and having a blast. Uh, like I said, we just got back from just a whirlwind trip. We were up from before it was dark, getting back to our hotel room. We were up at, from before it was dark. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Before mm. it was light. <laughs> there you go. That's amazing. You yeah, guys we were out all day. It was still dark outside. It was still dark outside, and we were getting up and just having an incredible time seeing a lot of new stuff, uh, new for us, and some sneak peeks and some stuff that's coming up. And later in this show, you're actually going to hear an interview uh, with someone from Walt Disney Imagineering, Diego Paris, which we got to do that interview. And this is going to be all about Star Wars Galaxy's Edge and specifically Rise of the Resistance. And we got to do that interview in our own little booth looking over Cinderella Castle in the mm-hmm. Tomorrowland Terrace. Mm-hmm. They had a sign and everything that said WDW Today. We took pictures just you to document it and prove it. I got They gave me the sign. Yeah. So yeah. every day you get a free sign. It's true. It's true. Yeah, we made, didn't get a free sign that day. You have to pay for it. Oh. Normally, you got to go to like the sign store. You have to pay for it or pray for it. Usually, don't get it. It was pretty wild. It was a wild time. But that interview is going to come, and we Golden have place. so many. We probably did what dozens of interviews, or a dozen-ish interviews. I think I got fifteen files on here. So fifteen interviews, a I dozen know. plus three interviews, uh, and other content that we recorded while we were on Walt Disney World property, officially there. Uh, along with tons of other radio stations and a couple other podcasts. We interviewed lots of great guests. It was me, Will, my wife, Amanda, and Bart Scott. And we just, uh, we had a blast uh, there at the Tomorrowland Terrace. And then the next day we got to broadcast from a room at Disney's Riviera Resort, which was pretty fantastic too. It was great. Beautiful view. Way better view than in here. Yeah. Yeah. There are windows there. I don't know. Should have worn a different shirt. In here I'm next to my... Two and a half close friends. It was so nice because yeah. there we weren't close I'm to you at all. I think you're the half. Thanks, Grace. Yeah, he's known you less time. Yeah, I, it's, it's just less. And time. he doesn't invite me over like he does you guys. Right. That's fine. I've only never been to his his current house. Tell so. me about Riviera. <laughs> is <laughs> we, it awesome? Look like, at that. Is, look at that. I, see, from I the room. see that. That's awesome. We had visited. So it's the, not themed at all, really. Right. Yes, the room it's themed it's all entirely it's like, like the Riviera. It is a yeah. it's themed oh, yeah, well, like yeah. the Riviera. It's not yeah, I wouldn't say it's over the top like the Polynesian resort or something like that where you automatically know exactly kind of what you're getting yourself into. But what we learned with this is that it's really classy, it's really nice. I know I talked about it a few weeks ago when Man and I just visited and walked around. Mm-hmm. But going in one of these rooms, we were in a one bedroom, hardwood floors, Ooh. art on the wall, beautiful art by the way. Like nice. Disney <laughs> art, but like uh Classy, yeah, like a like a modernist interpretation of uh, Mrs. Potts and Cogsworth. That's cool. The coolest and, part, and there's yeah. tons of like Walt Disney history throughout it. There's mm-hmm. a there's a a sort of bar lounge area that's all themed about Walt Disney's travels throughout the throughout Europe. Yeah, and we got to go to the top floor, and we'll pull up the exact names. So we don't get it wrong of where they have character breakfast, and we got to walk around and look at their beautiful view. They have a deck. That overlooks, you can see three of the parks. Uh, so you could see you see the Disney's Tower Hollywood of Terror Stu- yeah, and Tower. the Chinese Theater, which is super cool. Batu. And Galaxy's Edge, yeah. yeah. That's awesome. And you can see the Tree of Life. 
and Expedition Everest, as well as what else was Epcot. There? We could see Italy. You could see the yeah. You could see like World, World Showcase. Showcase. So you're saying this is a good new resort. So you can see like at least two fireworks displays. <laughs> well, they there. they said there's a at least they 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 had specific words we could look at a. You'll hear it from when we had the representative on from the Riviera Resort. It's like you can see it's not sneak peek of the fireworks, but you can see, you know, they're happening. Yeah. They're it's ha not like a place to go and watch. We, like, we the got, fireworks did go upstairs, like, like Logan was talking about, to Topolino's Terrace. Topolino's mm. Terrace. Flavors of the Riviera. You mm. walk in and it has this like wine cooler that's immaculate, like almost like at um, California Grill. Yeah. There's that like giant wine cooler when you take the elevator up. That's up front. We walked in and uh, walked through, and they were having the character breakfast, which we saw uh, Mickey and Minnie and Donald and Daisy, mm -hmm. and they were all in. Minnie was in like high fashion, like she was a traveler, a swanky traveler in the oh. uh, Riviera region. And then Disney, Disney, Mickey, <laughs> Mickey Disney, Mickey Disney, and Mickey and Donald and Daisy were all artists, yeah. and so That's they cool. had like a painter's apron on with like paint splatter all over it, and paintbrushes and stuff and they were doing like cool interactions yeah there's almost like mini sketches that would yeah. happen so unlike huh. some of them and it's it's very different than something like a chef mickey's where the because the decor also becomes almost a fine dining signature style restaurant towards the end of the night it's not a over-the-top super loud restaurant you know chef mickey's you go in and it is yeah full blast all day all mm -hmm. night ah! this is a really classy nice character dining and yeah, they, they call it breakfast a la art. Wow. Yeah. And, Instead of a la carte. And then you can it. also, like you know, in the best fashion, you can buy the stuffed animal plushes of them in their costumes while you eat. Of course. They have, they have bins of them for sale uh, and also different other things from the resort. That's one thing that's cool about this resort. They got a lot of custom branded uh, merchandise that you can pick up. So if you are, are looking for... Resort specific merch. They had some cool stuff. We didn't really get to see the food options. I don't know what the food was like. I'm sure the menu was mm -hmm. good, but we would. De I'm definitely gonna do it next time. It went from okay, well, we do character dining usually at Chef Mickey's to being like, all right, we're gonna at least you know make a reservation and That's come here. On our non park trip in May, we have a reservation for the character dining there. It's a well, beautiful view. It, so this it makes me really excited. The, Tons of windows. It was some of the more unique uh, outfits or costumes that I had seen the characters dressed in mm -hmm. so i really liked that angle of it that uh it it was I, and i guess probably because it's not as themed i mean yeah. it is themed but in kind of a different way um that it it, it was cool it was cool to see it was some nice. of the i really liked them and i think oh, was awesome. it there where their eyes blink yes they blink yeah mickey mouse was oh. blinking at me yeah because we got to get a, a photo op with mickey and minnie and they were they were blinking at you. They were blinking at us. You, you guys get well, more real. Well, it was also real? like I saw Mickey <laughs> yeah. gave uh, a guest like a hug. Spe they're like special edition well, Mickey, versions. Mickey gave like a guest a hug, mm -hmm. and like as he was leaning in, like he closed his eyes, like it was you know like a meaningful hug. And I'm like, oh my gosh, what are they doing? Here? Yeah, how do they do that? It was awesome. It was great. <laughs> real nice. Mickey. Really? Yeah. And then the bedroom situation that. was yeah. really cool. If you do a one bedroom, you can sleep a ton of people. So there was what a king bed. There was a king bed, and then there was a like Murphy bed that there it was behind the couch, and you didn't have to move the couch or anything. You just pulled down from yeah. the wall, and the couch folded into itself, and the Murphy bed came out, and that was a full yeah, or a 
uh, double. Like a full yeah. double that size. Yeah. Maybe a custom that's size. That's cool. But no, like, work in it. You right. Just, no, just we pull did it. it down. Just for fun. Yeah. That's like next and then level imagineering. What's cool is behind <laughs> that is more art. There's like a really cool ah. Peter Pan. Yeah, you can flip painting. a little magic light hey, that here. goes on. They call and this then, art. Oh. Yeah. And then there was a, another little Murphy bed it that came out from like it comes the, from like the TV console. Yeah, there's beds everywhere. That, it pops down. So in the DVC rooms at uh, and this is a DVC. Bay Lake, they have the, yeah. the, the the normal couch bed, but then they also have a I guess above the TVs the yeah, there it's too, like that. like that. Yeah, and this was this is a DVC resort, but anyone can stay there, obviously. And mm-hmm. it was really nice. Really so nice while the prices are things. you know like going up for some of these places, like at least like they're. Saying like, oh well, we're making more beds. I mean, if you walk rooms. in the bathroom and then you're like, oh, the sink turns into a bed. That's pretty cool. Yeah, right. I like the old sink. I bed. mean, the bathtub theoretically. That's the a bathtub bed. was pretty. I, I mean, you press a it. button and it flips, and it's a bed. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It just flips. It flips back over. It's just the same. You're like now it's a bed. You're like why? You're like no, no reason. <laughs> it just does one. <laughs> yeah, it just does a complete 360. <laughs> oh. Just <laughs> what do you know? Yeah. So it was it was a great time there. We had tons of guests from. Uh, some of the stuff we got to preview, and should we like walk you through? What should we what should we talk about here, Will? Uh, maybe we just go through our trip day by day. day are, we gonna, are we going to save the we the, arrived by the cocktails and the whiskey talk for? Yeah, for, we can talk those. a little bit about it on here though. But okay. I did uh, make sure to do quite a few beverage offerings and um, you imbibed. Yeah, I did some fun things that I could talk about on the podcast. So. Uh, there'll be a companion show that we're going to record today, I think, that'll come out next week uh, over on the podcast. It'll be similar type uh, content yeah. about Disney, but uh, more of the beverage variety. When you guys sent the picture of that old-fashioned, that one old-fashioned, that was when it really hit me because I was at home with my family. That's what made you miss it, it the most? Loving it, but it hit me. I was like, man, they're having a lot of freaking fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I did want to clear up that. Yeah. Both, all of us, you were invited as well. Yeah, we were going to go. Scheduling we conflicts. had scheduling, yeah. yeah. So we, Matt and I crossed paths at the water cooler, and we were like, yeah. They don't allow mats. We got up real. bright and early on Saturday to go to the airport, and we flew in yeah, Friday, to Saturday. Saturday morning. Yeah. Yep. And we flew into Orlando, and we, we went and had lunch, but then went and checked in over at... Uh, Grand Floridian. Yeah. And even now at Orlando International Airport, MCO, the little train you have to take from yep. the, uh, is, it, is wrapped like a Star Wars shuttlecraft. Yes. So you, you're immediately in the spirit when you get there. And they've just reopened the store inside the airport. Yeah. Uh, and they have some droids and different photo ops. So awesome. You can go take a look at that. So right we there at the security line. Checked in at Grand right Floridian there, yeah. where they put us up. Which is and awesome. We, and then we went over and there was a wonderful uh uh backdrop when we got our, our welcome packet and everything that we got our pictures in front of oh yeah it was like that was kind of the kickoff you'll mm-hmm. see you can see a lot right? of this on our instagram instagram uh, at wdw today podcast yeah we just started we're actually doing that uh, because of this promotion started who ran the instagram amanda, amanda she did. did a great job she did a really yeah. good it was job. i was like man i kind of feel like i'm there because well, i'm getting go. like i'm seeing everything this is awesome but <laughs> yeah. we did yeah we get to t- we get to hold up hold up our reasons. They had all these reasons why to visit. Mm-hmm. It was the 20 magical reasons was the whole weekend. And it took me till day three to realize that 20 had an apostrophe in front of it because it was like 2020. Yeah. Uh, He's slow. It took me a while to get it. it. But I, so I held up Rise of the Resistance. And, I held uh, up uh, Cirque du Soleil Drawn to Life. Yeah. Bart did Flight of Passage. And Amanda did Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Well, she also held up the hashtag 20 magical reasons. Yeah, she also, yeah, she but uh, so we checked in, dropped that, our packets. Uh, actually, we didn't even drop anything. We went immediately to the monorail 
yeah. to go to Epcot. We did. We put our luggage up. No, we had already done that. Oh, this was after. Yeah, that. yeah. We we still had like the folders, and we're like, all right, we're going. And so we Boom. went, got on the monorail, went to Epcot, walked in, and it was um, part of this day and throughout the whole weekend was a scavenger hunt. It was kind of yeah. fun of like looking for different things to take pictures with through the park. So we we're like, all right, let's go do this quickly. And we went. We went to Cava del Tequila and had some tequila and then we uh the test track did test Which track I will after be, the tequila i think it was no, actually before first. Oh, okay <laughs> i'm actually going to admit something that i have not admitted before somehow i had not done this iteration of test track where you design Maybe your I own have. truck since and, or car like the most recent on the line it's like a decade old i think now like seven years old yeah it's but, been around uh my kids are worried they're not tall enough to do it so we never did it or uh just we hadn't gotten back to it so this was the first time well, where I got fast in, pass or something like it bypasses that, right? No, we had fast pass. You still design. Oh, you did. Oh, still okay. design a car. And the last time I did it was still a crash test. Yeah, thing. this is different. This is it, different. It's, okay. it's more like a virtual Tron kind of looking experience. Huh. Very cool. Uh, it's all like cool blue lights and it's fun. But the designing your car thing, I've you heard people mixed on that, going, well, you design the car, but then you get in the car and the car is going to act the same, except for you're competing with each other. So, like, I created a car, man, and I did, and Will and Bart created a car, and then it would judge us based on how our car would do. I know yeah. a lot of you guys know this already, but I was like, oh, this is great. It was also, when I My was car a kid was awesome. and Test Track first started, uh, I, I loved it. I thought it was fun. And I hadn't done it in a while as well, like Logan was saying. And riding is still so much fun. Yeah. And when you're outside with no top on the car and you're <laughs> going that fast. well it's like a convertible but you know like yeah, you're yeah. not enclosed and you really you yeah. forget how like over 60 miles an hour how fast that yeah. is when the wind's blowing in your face and then they turn you like basically on your side like the thrill is still there it is still a fantastic ride and so we had fun yeah nice. it's like 60 miles per hour or 55 and then you what, hit I a bank yeah the bank and <laughs> yeah. you're just like holy cow That's i'll cool. show you our two cars so this was will's if you're not watching on our Facebook feed, you should be. But you can show you it there. Oh, so is, oh I like Will's. That thing is neat. It looks like um, terrible. That looks like Mater. <laughs> I like. I feel like you incorporated like a, some good uh, air influences. And here's in mine. Oh, oh, there's a clear winner. <laughs> Logan's <What>? clear <laughs> winner. Clear winner. Mine was gold, huge tires, just jacked up. <laughs> mine was faster. Had fins. We beat him in everything except for speed. Oh. And that is because it, I decided to go. Yours is more fuel efficient. Yeah, I decided to go with supercharged, and not with. I went uh, like you proton went, pump you blaster. Went with, <laughs> you went with plasma powered. Yeah, yeah it was. It was, it was so we thing. decided to go what, after we had already jacked it up so much. We said, well, maybe we need to just back off a little. You know, because like blood it's like power. You know, it's like a truck often not wins blood like the plasma. Well, what <laughs> else is plasma? Oh my gosh! You think plasma you TV even science, bro? Oh, I don't think it's the same as that. By the way, I think there are a lot of different there's, kinds of plasmas. Okay. There are kinds of plasmas. Ectoplasma, not just blood plasma. So like like diamond kinds of oil plasma, is what man. I call it. Diamond oil. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and I and and we won overall, but Will did produce a, uh, a speedier car. car. Nice. Uh, but I, we won on everything else. Yeah. But it was uh, we did that. We had a fast pass for that. We had a fast pass for Frozen Ever After, which was great. Which as usual. Uh, I. I'm starting to change my ways. That's a fun show. I'm starting to change my ways. What does that Wait, mean? That's the ride. That's the ride. Yeah. yeah. I'm thinking of the well, show. The show's I, you know, fun. I was and I always like such ride. a Maelstrom guy. And oh, like, you put up the picture that, that, with the Maelstrom. Yeah, yeah. and I was so Oh, yeah, grumpy. we did that. The Epcot Preview Center, which or the upcoming, uh, what, what? 
No, no. Go ahead. I was in the middle of the sentence. Sorry, go ahead. I got excited. I know. I was just saying that I've changed my ways. I was a Maelstrom guy. I was bitter about it. Mm-hmm. Riding that again, it's just like, it's a great ride. It's I fun. wish. I still wish that they had just updated the track because it's a little jerky, yeah. uh, but it's so much fun. It is really cool to do. So, But we did take a look at the Epcot Preview Center, which yeah. is in the old Odyssey. Right. And... It's a pretty cool like projection mapping of what the future is going to hold and tons of really fun photo ops. Uh, you know, and that's sort of it. I'd say that if you're a hardcore Disney fan, which we are seeing, they are leaning into a lot more when it comes to the new shows, the new rides, something like Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. When you hear all the details that we got to hear, I mean, it is, if you're a Disney history buff, you're going to love this. And then same with Epcot. They have all these fun photo ops. We saw Epcot forever later that evening. A lot of this stuff ties into Disney history, and I'm glad to see that. But, yeah, then we got to go to – we we thought they kept saying it wrong. We got to go to the World Show Place. Yes. Which is a event kind of venue back behind France. It's in between uh, France and uh, Canada. Yeah, the pavilions. And, yeah. And so you go in behind this gate, and we had media credentials. And Ooh. so they waved us in, and everyone was like – Feeling fancy. Uh, we heard several people be like um, – Going up to where the cast member was stopping everyone and saying, no, no, we know we can't go in. We just want to know what it is back mm-hmm. there. Like, people wanted to figure out, and so you felt cool. You're like, yeah. Got the credential walking on in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Had a wonderful dinner. Yeah, all, like, themed out. So we had some of the we food from the, Batu. Uh, tip yips. Yep, tip yep. Chicken nuggets. those guys, Will and Bart, They had gravy on them. Because they're essentially chicken nuggets with gravy on them, and they were throwing down on the tip yep. Yeah, we ate too much. Yep, yep. Had some good lamb, had some good, uh, uh, oh, we had some impossible. Uh, impossible meatloaf. Yeah, it was essentially impossible was burger meatloaf. Awesome. Cool. It was really good. Which I never had. I really enjoyed it. So then we went and they took us to a dessert party to watch the Epcot Forever Let's show. Let's not forget one key detail at, oh, that, yeah. at that dinner. Oh, yeah. Uh, one, we got like a little presentation. Anna and Elsa showed up in their new dresses. Please huh? tell me there was a monkey there. There was not. I wish. I wish that's where the story was that going. Been amazing. There was just Anna and Elsa came in their new dresses, and we got to get our photos with them. Will didn't, but I think my wife and I both did. Uh, it was cool to see those. And, and my wife wanted to confirm that Anna has her engagement ring. Spoiler. Uh, and you can watch that on. Uh, How could you do this? I don't know. Guess what? She's in love. Uh, Does she have it on? Yeah. And they have their full new outfits again. Clearly, Grease was uh, wa- look, watching the Instagram. Elsa's got her hair down. It's pretty cool. It's completely. It's a different character. It's a different costume. It was pretty cool to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But what was the one detail? But the one thing to tell is, if you ever get to go to the World Show place, the amount of urinals is overwhelming. There was probably fifty. At what? least yeah, 50. fifty urinals, fifty stalls. It was That's very awesome. accommodating I mean, toilet room. I don't. It was. Absurd. I've never heard of multiple but this urinals was, being considered overwhelming. It was uh, a shocking amount. Like many urinals choose, before. Like it looked like one? you know in the Matrix when everything starts shooting. It looked like yeah. that, but if urinals. There are several <laughs> urinals probably that had never been used <laughs> yeah, because of like. how many people are like, like I well, can't I'm walk. skipping. I'm not, they still have like yeah. The, and you're like I can't walk down that far. Yeah. I don't need another it mile. Like that shot Bart did our, our checked our steps. And it was like 32 miles. Like that's another half mile. I don't need that. <laughs> yeah, we don't need the extra and miles this is, for the urinal. This is in the place where not everybody could get in. Right. Right. So I might never get to see you this urinal. You could urinals. have, but probably never now. Maybe we get invited back. It looked like when Ray was in Last Jedi, and it was like yes, when there was tons of rays. These are exclusive urinals. 
I think it was you just think if you flushed one, it would well, sign it says, uh, it's a very, do not enter. Yeah, it was a very large, like, uh, event space. Yeah, and you could fit hundreds of people. And there were, there were a couple, at least a couple hundred people at this. So, with radio stations all over the planet. Not the planet. Take so, we me went to and the saw Ebcot Forever. Forever. Which is the fireworks uh, nighttime spectacular. Limited time. Temporary. I loved the beginning of it. Forever. Yeah. I loved the beginning of it. And then, as you know, I'm not a big nighttime spectacular person. Uh, the beginning really got me because there's some uh, great music and bites from Walt mm-hmm. talking oh, about Epcot. Yes. And so it, it launched with that, and then it got kind of artsy with yeah. flying kites. And that wasn't for me because it <laughs> felt more like a nighttime spectacular. And <laughs> Not a history lesson. Will just likes it to feel like a lecture. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, uh, yeah. like a TED Talk. I like that part. <laughs> Uh, I think it's good for a limited time thing that you're going to see only for the next year or for in 2020. I think it's, they did a very good job with it. Uh, it does, if you are trying to straight up compare it to Illuminations, Reflections of Earth, you will kind of notice that this doesn't necessarily have the scale of that. Mm. Uh, but if you're there at Epcot and you want to see some fireworks and some cool effects, stick around and watch it. You know, and, and see it while it's here for a limited time. And if you're an Epcot super fan, it includes tons of music, so much so that like, there are references to attractions that I doubt everyone on this show even remember, or were before even some of us were. Mm. Body wars. Buckets. Body wars. No, it's all Epcot. There's a little bit of body wars in there. There's uh, there's Let's food. Go. I think food rocks is in there. Food rocks. <laughs> no, mm. I don't know about food rocks. Mm. Veggie, veggie, fruit, fruit. <laughs> that happens in the middle of a fireworks show. Mm. Just all of a sudden, you start veggie, veggie, fruit, fruit, veggie, <laughs> veggie, fruit, fruit. And I, I did start to think it's like if people don't know what this is, they think like somebody <laughs> hacked into the system because it's just kind you of. You look around, and you see like but two that would people never going, happen. Yeah, but that wouldn't happen because they are good about that. They are very good about that. But we did that and. Then Got we went home. home. Yeah. And went, did we go to somewhere? No. No no lounge that night? Not that night. We went because we had to get up super early the next yeah. day. We went home, back to our rooms. I watched the end of the Titans playoff uh, wild card game. I tried. And we, then were we up went to five, bed. So. And we had to get up early and go get on a bus. That's right. And before we get to there, we should tell you about our friends at Travelmation. Yeah. If you are planning a trip to Walt Disney World and you feel like you're hearing this whole spiel and you're like man i'm getting a little overwhelmed guys i don't know exactly what i'm supposed to do i've never done this before or maybe you've done it and you know what you decided you want to have someone do it for you because maybe you don't have the time maybe you're planning it for the whole family or heck you know what i've done start referring people to travelmation because people come to me like they probably do to you and go i need help with this and can you help me with the dining plan and here there's new free dining just send them straight over to travelmation and that's at travelmation.net slash wdw today we know hundreds of you have and we appreciate you guys using that link because it tells them you heard about us here and it gets you to our specific reps as well uh, within Travelmation. So again, that's at travelmation.net slash WDW today. Congratulations to our buddy Adam Duckworth also. Yeah. He's in order. Yes. He, he runs Travelmation. Happy uh, Father's Day. Yes. Yeah. Congratulations to them. That's, that's awesome. Cool. It's very cool over the holiday. So congratulations, Adam and family. And again, Take a look at them. They're a great company, and maybe you want to go work for them. You can join their team. Again, that's at travelmation.net slash WDW today. So we got on a bus. Yeah. We got on a bus to go to- 5.30 in the morning. Disney's Hollywood Studios. I wonder why. We were really trying to check to be first in line for Pizza Rizzo. We dog. Oh. Uh, (laughs) You wrote something different than me. Yeah, as, as you can imagine, uh, we're down there, and they took us in a backstage entrance okay. to, and it was, it, it, by the time we arrived on the bus, 
the sun, it was starting to be almost like that dusk light type lighting mm-hmm. outside it wasn't completely like dark yes yeah but like, like a, a dark kind of blue a, a bluish sky and it was cold like un, unusually cold uh, it was in like the low 40s it was very cold and they opened this big door for us to go into batu Ooh. and i didn't have any concept of what uh batu looked like in person because uh, this was my first time to go, or the ride for what the line would be like. So in my mind, they were almost just taking us into the back of the attraction. But we walk in, and it's got that lighting, which almost looks like a lighting effect, but it was real life. And we're walking in, and I say to Logan, I go, man, they have it really cold in here. And he goes, we are outside. <laughs> <laughs> because of how well the land is. And we've gone and- through a big door. Yeah, so, so it's not like we were went into a building, but really we we're just going and into. And he goes, "I'm like, no, we're not. We're outside." He goes, "Yes, we are outside. That's, That's crazy. the Millennium Falcon. We yeah. are outside." And, so yeah, and we got to be the first people to ride the Millennium Falcon. Well, yes, we went and uh, got to go do that. And so I rode that for the first time. Logan had ridden it. I was were you a pilot. Well, were you? I was a left right pilot. Nice. Because you see, <laughs> there's two pilots. <laughs> there's the up down pilot, like that directs the. Uh, Millennium up Falcon up and down, like like a Dumbo. Yes, and, and the up <laughs> down. We call that the Dumbo pilot. Okay. And then there's the one that's steering left to right. So I have a joystick. I'm going left that to right. That seems more interesting. It's it's really tough. Well, <laughs> the, up, say it's the tough. up down gets to make the jump to light. Yeah, but Bart wasn't paying attention, so no. I actually got to do it once. You do get overwhelmed sometimes. Nice. The, the button start. was flashing. He was like, whoa, 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 whoa. and you're it's like, like that. and he's just like. He's, there's literally Hondo and Aka going, make the jump to light speed. And so I grabbed and pulled the lever back, and we made the jump. But then he did it one time. I hit the brakes when we were supposed to hit the brakes. And, I would be uh, very into fun. that, too. I would, I, would, I would take control in that situation. It is weird. And we're, Logan and I were talking. You start barking orders at other Like, Amanda's yelling, well, turn right, turn right. <laughs> you start screaming at each other. And there's two people in the in we, the. We didn't know. It, we don't know. Yeah, anyway. It's so immersive, like you're just yes. like and yeah. because you feel everything. So you uh-huh. feel it going left, right? You feel like if you hit something, you it jerks you back. Like it, you're controlling a simulator. Yeah, and you don't want you don't want to get bumped. Well, you kind of are under the impression you could crash this. Thing. Yeah, right. Yeah, you don't want to ruin your ship. Yeah, I don't. And you want there's a mission. There's an objective. Yeah, with like especially the Falcon. To, you, right. don't wanna, you don't want to mess that up. It's already so we did that. Then yeah. we went and, and we actually uh, did pretty well. Our, uh-huh. our, our, it seemed like a rough ride, but I think we were like 81 percent. Nice. Life, yeah. Which I was like, I rocked it at 14 percent once. Yeah. <laughs> that shows you. So <laughs> wait, and the, and the ending when you come into that, like, don't aren't they kind of like? Yes. So like, the, the ending is always what? a little different. But like this. So this time it was like there's some issues. Yeah, we got to work on something. That one time, it was like shutting down, and it was just, <laughs> it's still like Chewie is disappointed. So we did that. Super did. fun. Uh, great experience getting on to the Millennium Falcon. Like the hallways, everything is beautiful. I love the way they did that. After that, we went and got um, to breakfast. go. We went and had breakfast in Batu. Then after breakfast, we went and. Uh, rode a little something called Rise of the Resistance. Yes. Got to go into there. I text Will individually because we're a lot alike, Logan and I, because if we like something, I think we're more prone. I know I'm more prone to just like it no matter what. You know, if it's something I'm into, I'm going to be more inclined to like it unless it really disappoints me. Right. 
But I know Will's not necessarily like that. He's more of like an objective. He's yeah, it's I'm got a this more contrarian. Sure. Not even that. I just feel like you can kind of step back and say, this was good, this was not good. More yeah. than I can. Sure. So I text Will and I said, what did you think? And he was like, it was great. Yeah. That's when I was like, I got to ride this thing. Yeah. I got to be in this thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we went so and cool. rode it. And I will say, uh, my sister called it, I said this, an achievement. She's not like a Disney person. She's not like a theme park person. And so she's like, it she is was quite an there. achievement. <laughs> you and I will say that Wars? word is remarkably accurate. Mm. And it's, um, and, and actually, I think now is a good time to play this interview with Diego Paris, who is with Dig- Disney Imagineering. So we're going to roll that right now, and then we'll talk about this on the other side. So here's our chat about Galaxy's Edge and Rise of the Resistance with Diego. All right, we are back with our next guest, Diego Paris, part of Walt Disney Imagineering, here to talk about uh, something we got to all experience yesterday morning. What'd you think? And uh, this is my third time on it because okay. I am that hardcore. So that's the thing. You're here on WDW today. Our listeners have heard my review already of this mm-hmm. attraction. We are lifelong, been to Walt, we've been annual pass holders, my wife and I here for 13 years now, 12, 13 years. So we know we have our, our loves and our passions and our nostalgia. Rise of the Resistance yeah. is my favorite attraction. I mean, also, I'm also a Star Wars super fan, yeah. but Rise of the Resistance is just, it's an achievement, and we are so happy to have you right. here. Well, thank you. So I not only want to know, obviously, what you do with the attraction, what do you guys do at Imagineering, plus your thoughts yeah. even on this, because it is such a different experience than anything. I mean, we did even some of the newer attractions that have, that have come out here in the last few years, but just how long of an attraction is yeah. that? Just tell us about that. Yeah, I mean, bit. we definitely wanted to make, we wanted to make it a different experience um, just because it's such an amazing story right from the very beginning uh, and one of the things that we were very very passionate about and this really goes about all of Star Wars Galaxy Sets is that we wanted this to be your story uh, we didn't want to take you to a planet that you know already existed where we knew all the characters and we knew right. all the stories uh, so that's why creating Star Wars Galaxy Sets and, 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 and Batu was really um, important for us and I think Rise of the Resistance is a great example of that where we're literally putting you in the middle of a, you know this galactic battle between the First Order um, and, and the Resistance but we wanted this to be your story we wanted wanted you to have that feel. You know, I always say, I think Star Wars Galaxy has had to spend almost 40 years in the making uh, for some of us that are really big fans, uh, where we can go and, and, and kind of celebrate everything that we know and love, but at the same time, to give you the sense of placement, right? And I think that's what we do uh, as Walt Disney Imagineers, working with our partners at Lucas and, and ILM and all these great partners to be able to create this environment where it's real, right. it's happening to us. Uh, you know, we're on this ITS ship, and and we're and here's Ray. She's giving us our mission, and we're walking in. And next thing you know, the doors open up. We're caught in the tractor beam, and boom, here we are. We're walking inside of a Star Destroyer, and to give that realistic feel of this is the Star Destroyer. Yeah, and just that feeling of not just uh, you know the doors opening and getting on a ride vehicle. The fact mm-hmm. that it does start so early, it does yeah. get you hyped, and there's people coming to rescue you and save yeah. you without spoiling anything. Because I told everyone, try to avoid like videos of this because yeah. you can't understand the scale of it yeah. either. Yeah. I mean, that's such a well. You got something. Yeah, about. I was just saying. What was so groundbreaking to me is that uh, as Disney fans and enthusiasts of the parks, we're so conditioned to uh, there's the pre-show mm-hmm. that lets you know what's going to happen or or how to engage in, in this the story, yeah. in the story in the narrative, and then there's the ride. Yeah, this is so different because <laughs> there. There's no traditional pre-show. That's when the ride begins. Mm-hmm. That's when your story, like you were saying, begins. Yeah. And it's hard to break 
it, it becomes your reality. There's no like, this is okay. We're walking through, and all of a sudden now we're in a line again. Like you are fully immersed from start to finish. That it's it, it's really hard to describe that, and that's what I love about it. Yeah. So unique to what you've been conditioned to expect from an attraction. Yeah, and I think it was just such a great story that it gave us those opportunities to be able to think about it differently, uh, and to, to, you know, to create this overall. Uh, experience but I think you know it, it's so much of the detail it's so much of the storytelling and it was all of those things that really needed to come together for us to be able to kind of pull off uh, this attraction and even having the original cast I think just oh, yeah. makes it feel so much when you're right when Ray appears yeah. it's like oh it's not someone you know some random character you've, you've yeah. never met or don't know that just happens to be Star Wars yeah. themed you get emo you're emotionally attached to the to Ray Finn and Poe already so for them to appear in front of you it does it, it does make you have a different kind of reaction. Yeah. Uh, I was so overwhelmed. I went into it with no spoiler. I had no idea what to expect and was lucky enough to get on it probably the last boarding of the night. And so we were in there almost by ourselves. And going through it, the doors opened the first time. And I looked at Logan. I was like, I might cry. Like, yeah. And I am a Star Wars fan. I am not Yeah. <laughs> This. It's a very emotional it's experience. It's very emotional. It's very overwhelming. And immersive is the only word you can use to describe it, really. But you don't know whether to play along yeah. or to freak out. And, you know, fangirl, <laughs> I, it was it was incredible. Yeah, Bart That's got great. scolded by some I got first order. by a first order officer. Yeah. He didn't like my cheek, apparently. He thought no. I was not taking it seriously. And our cast members. I mean, our they truly bring the experience to <laughs> yeah. life. Never wow. break our, they never break character for a second. Uh, that's the whole thing is just I would call it seamless. Yeah, not seamless. the cast that member. Is great the thing. set. I don't. I don't think. I mean, I've been coming here since 1984, and I can't think of an attraction that's so, first of all so massive. Yeah, like what what was built. I mean, never once can you look up and say, "Oh yeah, I'm in a sound." There's, there's a projector. Right. There's a track. Yeah, you never see any of that. And same the cast members are brilliant. They never break character. Uh, even like. What amazed, this is such a weird detail, but the fact that you actually at one point are outside and then you're back in, yeah. I mean, it's a whole, it's an experience. It's, it's definitely, not a ride. it's one of the most technologically advanced attractions mm -hmm. that we have ever undertaken. Um, but yeah, to your point, that's probably like one of my favorite parts of the attraction is the sense of scale and the sense of movement, like right? Massive. Where you're inside and you, you okay, so here's Ray, right. we have our mission, we yeah. know what we're doing, we bring you back outside, yeah. you jump on an ATS ship, over, yeah. next thing you know, you get caught up on the tractor beam, yeah. you start, and next thing you know, here come the doors, they open right. up. Up and it's like, here I am. I'm in the hangar bay of a Star Destroyer. And then the very next scene, we put you in a small corridor. Right. Things that we know from this. So it's the sense of scale and the sense of movement that really, really helps with the storytelling. Can you give us a little bit of your background? What do you do with Disney Imagineering? What, how did you bring Batu to life? Because, I mean, I've read the book now, the Black Spire. Mm -hmm. Like, I am all in on the backstory of this bunch curious. So you can just role? imagine, I'm just one of thousands sure, of people sure. that got to work on it. Uh, but Walt Disney Imagineering is a very diverse department that needs to come together for us to be able to tell the course, stories that we tell. Uh, I happen to work on the communications department, so a lot of my responsibilities Talk goes into, no, not no, only that, but basically being able to be a part of the conversation and document the entire process from the very beginning very cool. uh, so that those things, and, and not only to be able you know, to produce um, internal and external communications, but to be able to have the materials that 10, 15, 30, 40 years from now, that original design intent is always there. Uh, all of those details that are captured for us to be able to, you know, there's going 
going to be definitely another generation uh, after hours, and we want to be able to give them all the tools to be able to have. It's about two and going anywhere. That's incredible. Uh, if, you've that's been, great. if you've been to it, you'll know that this is not some like, oh, we threw up a Star Wars yeah. land. Uh, this is really an impressive. Um, like we said, we've gone now to the one in California. We've come here. Uh, we've done all the attractions yeah. now, and we hope there's more because. Uh, yeah. As we see, especially now for, you know, I'm probably in the second, my parents grew up going to the original Star Wars yeah. films. Then I started going uh, pretty much around when the special editions came out and then the prequels. And then now we're taking our children mm -hmm. to see these new films. And to see it last, our only hope is obviously that yeah. it lasts another generation. <laughs> it, and it keeps going because this is a story, uh, I love how, how clear cut it always has been with good versus evil and yeah. we can kind of show, look, this is what you can do and this is what your future can kind of be like and it's a great moral story and it's great to see how you get to play out yeah. of it and then I know you guys have lots of plans coming up, uh, you know, maybe with a hotel and a resort going on over there because that, <laughs> that I already have uh, told my travel agent, uh, first <laughs> opening, uh, I want to be there for that. But you hit on something that's really important and it, and it was something that we thought about from the very, very beginning is that this is a very multi-generational experience yeah. and at any given point, any of us could have been introduced into the Star Wars world in yeah. a different way, right? Yeah. For me, I was that older generation yeah. with A New Hope in 1977, but you know what? The land was also designed for those guests that don't know much about Star Wars because ultimately for a lot of us, the goal would be we're so proud to be able yeah. to point out how we were introduced into the Star Wars sure. world. For somebody to say, it was Star Wars Galaxy's Edge yeah. that introduced me into this world, and now I'm the biggest fan of Star oh, everything Star That'll Wars. Be amazing. The day that I hear that, I think it'll be the day that you're just... <laughs> well, my kids treat, because they've read the book in Black Spire, they treat Vi Marathi and all of yes. these characters the same as they do Luke Skywalker, yeah. and that is just, it's already, it's already happening. It's already happening. Oh, the moment Vi is spotted in a park by one of our children, it it's going to be a moment. Be yeah. She's hiding. we got to find her. <laughs> I mean, children, I was texting Logan. Yes, I see her, Logan. Yeah. She's right over by the Falcon. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, that's great. She's grown to already love these characters, and man, we, we really appreciate it. I think one of the other things about specifically Rise of the Resistance that I also really liked is that we've talked about the, uh, the scale and, and the size and the seamlessness of everything, but there's still a, a very classic Disney ride at the heart of it, which is people in a vehicle moving through a ride. Yeah. And a pretty family attraction. And exactly. That it, I feel like uh, while it's there's intensity to it and everything, that the whole family can enjoy that. Absolutely. And yeah. that it's there's there are animatronics. There is a ride vehicle. There is still a very classic Disney attraction at the heart of something so advanced yeah. and and such a, a scope that you'd never be able to just. Uh, sit at home and imagine it's going to yeah. end up being like as I tried to coming before this trip like what am I going to see that I love that balance that yeah. was there as well. It's a very we, exciting thing. I'm sorry. We definitely took every single tool that we had in the toolkit and even on top of that how to create our own tools um, right. to be able to kind of to pull it off but I'm, I'm really glad yeah. to hear that. That was what I was going to say is it makes me as much as I love the ride it makes me excited about the future because that has clearly set the bar higher for you guys mm -hmm. and what Have you're going to bring yeah. to the yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Try to well, top I mean, yourself, I, please. I, I, you know, I, I, within everything that we do, it's all about great storytelling. And, you know, the, the methods of delivery, that's something that we always kind of, you know, get to play with. But at the core of what we do is we want to be able to create great storytelling. But most importantly, to be able to uh, create that emotional connection with our guests. And, and ultimately, that is the Disney difference. That's who we are. That's what we Absolutely. do. And I think Rise of the Resistance is a great example of that. Well, I don't think we're going to end on a better note. Thank you, Diego, so much for <laughs> yeah, popping by you. and talking to us here. Thank you. Wonderful and uh, may the force be with you. May the force be with you. <laughs> <laughs>
So one of the things that we just talked about with Diego, and thanks uh, to everyone for setting that up that was there, but was how uh, it was like you have this expectation of of what a ride is at a theme park where there's line, mm-hmm. pre-show, ride, gift shop. You yes. know, like like yes. those are kind of the ways that you go through it. And it, this just disrupts everything that you're used to That's cool. because – there's a moment where all of a sudden you're like, wait, I'm on the ride, but am I on the ride? Like the, it's, it's really mind blowing. Awesome. So it's immersive. You don't even know. It's so immersive that Ooh. you don't, Logan put it this way. You don't know where the ride ends and reality begins. That's you can't awesome. look and find a seam or a projector, or, a projector yeah. or anything. And it's the whole thing is. You know, most rides are a couple minutes long. Mm-hmm. This whole experience, once you're on there, is over 10 minutes. I think it's, it's probably it's 15, like 15 minutes if you go fast. Yeah. And probably 30 if it's a little bit back That's up. So this, cool. The whole thing. <laughs> yeah. Look at Grease over here, man. Uh, He's, you, Grease, uh, you can't even fathom. <laughs> I, I'm trying, in my head, I'm sitting there like, okay, if I got to. If I got like a 4 a.m. or 6 a.m. flight, you're overthinking. You're overthinking. <laughs> too late. <laughs> it's too late. Like you can't. That's what I was saying. You gotta go was, the I the passes were sold out at 7:03. That's nuts. You could roll the dice the for like that's the extra nuts. time though. Like if they get ahead, right? That Maybe? was including overflow. Overflow. Wow. Three okay. minutes. Now that'll probably cost. It was a very, very busy day. Like we were very lucky that we were the first people out of the Falcon because the lines were were. We're getting higher and higher. It would have yeah. been, been tough. But uh, it also was the end of everyone's holiday. Mm-hmm. So people were kind of packing in their last uh, their last big thing on the trip. But it was still great. And uh, you've heard me go on and on about this ride, so I'm, I won't go on too much further. And you've just heard that interview and heard me probably you know gushing at this. Uh, but it, it's to me, it's taken number one spot. It's my favorite attraction in Walt oh, Disney World. Man, that's cool. I would I would defy you with that. Uh-huh. It's my favorite theme park experience. Yeah. Ever. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. That's big time. It's amazing. Now, Bart, now you're saying, not the, everyone I says the this. the Scream Machine at Six Flags Over Georgia going backwards was your first place. Santa Claus really? Place? It's been over. <laughs> Santa Land. Right. Right. Holiday World's got free soda. What are you talking about? <laughs> Experience. But we I'd did. I'd rather pay for soda. Yeah, Me too. In a little, in a little uh, thermal detonator. Yeah. The, nice. One thing about the, this whole thing is uh, people have difference of opinion. So Bart Scott was with us. And I told him, you're allowed to be wrong. And he really <laughs> enjoyed it. But here's the deal. He was like, it wasn't, to me, he's like, Flight of Passage is still my favorite of all these, which is fine. It's not like that's a, a a large jump for a lot of people. But doesn't he want to be like an avatar? Exactly. He's That's his favorite movie. <laughs> I have a couple hot takes on that. So that's his favorite. Okay, cool. <laughs> hot takes. That's his favorite movie. So I think there is just like, I'm biased yeah. to Star Wars. He's biased to Avatar. But right, so you ask the impartial body, and you realize think, that Bart is wrong. <laughs> I also yeah. think <laughs> yeah. that a lot of it has to do with the fact that he went and spoiled himself and watched full ride throughs. Oh, yeah. man, I'm not going to do Why that. Would he, I don't, I'm not do doing not, that. No. Do not. I've told the, you guys a million times, do not. What, I mean, if you've seen a clip here or there, it's fine. But do not, especially the pre-shows even, just try your best to avoid anything about this ride just because it will... Just change your perspective. Yeah. And if you know going in, well, this scene's going to lead into this scene, which is going to lead into this scene. Of course, my first time doing it was a lot different than my third time doing it. I'm still just as amazed by it, is but this... I anticipated it. I know what was coming. 
Is this right like a judgment house but Disney? Come Star on. Star Wars. I don't think that's how that works. <laughs> you go to, you know, you're like, go see to see. What's, what's interesting is he's not wrong. You walk into a room. You walk into a, you get into a room and Ray's playing a harp. Yeah. <laughs> what I, what it is, you do go, you do like move. The Falcon crash or something. Like, there's emergency vehicles everywhere. <laughs> I love it. Okay. Will says, he's not wrong. The, I saw the little bit of this on the Imagineering story, and that's yeah. all I want to see. Yep. And that because was, I realized the scope of it. I was yeah. like, oh. The only thing whoa. I have seen is what everybody else has seen. And it, it's obviously the photo op opportunity because it's just sure. it's just a bunch of stormtroopers. And I don't think you can understand this, the space no. of that room. Nope. No, is it you like the urinal? Like, it's, like, it's, yeah, it's like the urinals. It's more impressive. Maybe that's why they built those urinals. <laughs> are you are you in that <laughs> on break? <laughs> yeah. Are you in that room and kind of nervous because you're just it's like silent in that room? There'll be fifty people in that room and it's everyone's the, not my, here's sure my what favorite. Here's my favorite thing. I lean over to Logan because you are nervous and you whisper. You don't know what's going. On. I go, "What are we supposed to do?" <laughs> and he looks back at me and goes. They don't tell you. <laughs> yeah, there isn't like a. All right, here you go. Get back. It. It's like there's a. It. it there's a moment Which of makes uncertainty. Yeah, so much more unsettling. Right. Yeah. Like yeah. Because uh, like, when I see pictures of of that room, like that's exactly how I feel looking at it. Like I feel unsettled. Yeah. And so that's that's kind of cool. They let you kind of breathe and live in that for a yeah. minute. Really. Or not breathe. I mean, inevitably, <laughs> I have a feeling inevitably they will tell you. This is where you need to go, but they do give you a moment, for sure. Yeah. So, um, I don't think we're gonna fit all this in in one show. No, it's fine. We can. Well, it speeds up a little bit after that. Okay. So we do that. Then Bart and I went to the tavern, uh, and by uh, tavern August I mean Cantina, cantina mm. uh, which I'll talk more about on the podcast. But we. Uh, did it was that. what time in the morning? I had a reservation at the bar at 9.15 a.m. Hey, <laughs> it's 5 o'clock on Batu always. I'd, I'd been up it since really is. 4.30. So. <laughs> I, get a, I get a text at like 9.45 that says, I'm too deep. Whoa! <laughs> getting it and done. we ran over and did Slinky Dog after yeah. that. Which I was supposed to have done Slinky Dog in the daytime. I definitely recommend doing I it like at Slinky night, Dog. but it was still really fun it during the day. It was a fun ride. We did that, and then we had to meet up at uh, the Chinese Theater. That's right. Should we talk about that? I think we should. Okay, so uh, this is what I'm ready for. So I want to hear about it. We got to see a, we'll just say a sneak preview, sneak peek, sneak peek mm. of Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, and we didn't get to ride it. So I'll just put that up front. We have not been on the ride vehicles yet or seen the ride, uh, but we were able to go into the Chinese Theater. Mm -hmm. uh, surprise guest from the Imagineering story, Kevin Rafferty shows up. Nice, one of the top Imagineers. He's the head of this attraction. And he talks to us in groups, and he, and he gave us sort of some background. And that's where really the Disney history side comes in. And he explains not only does this connect to those new Mickey Mouse shorts, but there's so many little details, including the way they did the sound design on this attraction. There's uh, not a single digital library sound, sound effect. effect. Wow. It's all practical sounds from Disney's catalog. Yeah, or using— Or, or recreating. Or recreating yeah. the original instruments that were like crazy concoctions to perform these sound effects. Uh -huh. So, it, including this ride yeah. sounds authentic. It yeah. feels that way for sure. Yeah. There is a uh, on the train, there's cuz it's runaway railway. Is yeah. it using the set like it is it using any of the old rides? We don't know, but I can tell you this, okay. it doesn't feel that way. When you're inside, it doesn't feel the way like they're they going to get it, on it. It does not. It seems like they gutted the place and redid everything. Yeah. 
and it has a. There's a obviously a train involved that Goofy is the yeah you've seen the images of. it's actually a Facebook uh, and I think there right is a whistle on the train that you will hear in uh, maybe the pre-show film and it is the whistle from Steamboat Willie oh snap the tritone whistle that they used so it, same it, whistle again like I said with this. Epcot Forever and like I said with some of these other new things they are they are really paying the fans back for this you know they are giving you guys stuff including me to if you know it makes it so much better that's cool and we i don't want to spoil what we did see but we saw a little bit of the pre-show it is not you know it's not it's not similar really even to what was the great movie rides pre-show it feels completely new and we won't say what but the effects that we got to see very cool very cool it's a taste of what the ride is going to be yeah they kept using the words immersive, yeah. which clearly they're doing a really good job with immersive experiences at Disney's Hollywood Studios, mm-hmm. uh, <clears throat> a la Rise of the Resistance. Right. And um, so I have a feeling that they, when they say you're going to feel like you're in one of the cartoons, they're going to deliver on that. That's awesome. And that opens on March 4th. Yes. Which also is just, you'll hear it in these interviews, a huge day at Walt Disney World. A lot going on, even so, in that park. So that park, what else happens in that park? I don't know. I'm thinking of Epcot. Yeah. And, <laughs> Ep- and Epcot starts the International Flower and Garden Festival. Right. But you know what else, Will? What? If you're wanting to travel down there, us at WDW Today want to help you with your next trip to the most magical place on Earth that's like nowhere else, where you can be transported into stunning worlds, far-off galaxies, and exciting new stories from the all-new Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway attraction, which opens March 4th, to epic adventures at Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, to plenty of Epcot Festival fun. There's more to see to do in all four Walt Disney World theme parks, and no better way to experience it than with $100 in Disney gift cards. To enter for your chance to win the gift of Disney magic, visit wdwtoday.com right now. That's wdwtoday.com right now. Only one entry per person must be a legal resident of one of the 50 United States or the District of Columbia and are 18 years or older. Full contest rules available on the website. So go do that. Go to our website. I'm very excited about this. Yeah. Not only, obviously, the promotion we're doing uh, with the gift cards, but for this attraction. I, I when, when there's a part in the pre-show, because it's the pre-show, where they're like, let's go. And the fact that we just couldn't was enough to drive me nearly insane. Yeah. Because I was so pumped after the pre-show to be like, let's do this. Mm-hmm. And then they were they were just like, come back on <laughs> March 4th. And I was like, <laughs> I did a Will's Donald voice. <laughs> yeah, I was that. I was that uh, kind of The other cool thing, up. which on the last day we did get to see, though, was uh, we got to preview the merch yeah. for it. And the, I'm not like. It's the same as writing it. <laughs> yeah, it's just the same. Yeah. Um, <laughs> The the t-shirts are super cool because they're like uh, there's one there's a pass holders that uh, t-shirt which is super cool, um, but they have the train and the kind of old movie style font uh, and and poster look to it and then the Mickey and Minnie look like from the cartoon the new cartoons you can watch on Disney Plus um, and then the uh, ride car vehicle uh, toy is there. Magic bands are cool. They have the magic. They have a magic band for pass holders you can get. But I like the one that's non-pass holder because it's got this like teal blue and all that. And then they also have the zoom zooms. Oh yeah, Mickey. yeah. Is that, is that what that is? Zoom zoom. 
I don't think it is, but oh. it's in the style of it's it, similar. Yeah, yeah, there, but it's like in that that yeah. look. Maybe my son just got mm. into the Wishables, which are have you seen the Wishables? I have not seen this. Wishables are Disney uh, blind bag plush, little tiny oh. plush. So you're telling me it'll be about two weeks before I'm seeing these things. <laughs> so there's like Tom Tom <laughs> things, but right? Or is that what they call? That's what Will just said. Zoom zoom. But okay, these are so yeah. they have different lineups. They have like the Haunted Mansion. They have all the Disney treats, but my son specifically requested uh, they have a new theme park icons. Oh, cool. So there is a tree of life. That's a little cute face. There is a Mickey's fun wheel from Disney's California adventure. There is a I think I have seen castle. Yep, I was posting in a search for them because they were, they were, yes, find that's it. where I saw it. A little spaceship earth and um, a tower of terror with a little cute, like yeah, doing the rock it. eyebrow, uh, the people's eyebrow. Yeah. And, you have to, you have, which is, this may be Will's uh, uh, scariest part because you were wiping down everything for germs. Yes, I had, took wet wipes. Uh, they encourage you. 99.9% of all germs and viruses. Look at that cute little spaceship there. Yeah. It's the best. It's cute. They encourage you to squish the bags to try to figure out what's inside. Oh. They encourage you yeah, to do says, that? Yeah, it goes. It says on the back. Squish it. Like, we want to be a surprise, but we also don't want y'all no, getting mad. No, yeah. <laughs> see, I thought it was saying that like, once you open it, squish me. Like, well, I was squishing bags. I know you that. were, but I didn't think they were encouraging you to. I'm like, <laughs> look at Logan. He's kind of a freak over there. <laughs> well, this freak got look the whole Logan collection. So in your oh. face. <laughs> look at Logan giving that little plush doll bag of the flu. It says squeeze me really big on the packaging. Squeeze. Yeah, I thought he's talking about squeeze the thing once you get it, once you purchase it. Mm. <laughs> yeah. mm. I. It was up for interpretation, uh -uh. and uh, <laughs> thankfully, uh, I'd say the Epcot uh, Spaceship Earth and the Fun Wheel, similar feeling, but you can tell the difference, and uh, there's a nice little point on the Tower of Terror, so you can kind of hopefully notice that. So, rest of that day, what did we do? We went and had lunch? On Saturday? <laughs> Where'd we eat lunch? We went and ate lunch at... The Boathouse. The Boathouse at Disney Springs. Yeah. Nice. We did The Void. Oh, Yeah. Will did the void. Did the void. Do you like it? Loved it. Mm -hmm. Super cool. Uh, we very took a nap somewhere in this, too. Well, no, that's why it was hard to remember where we ate lunch, because it was such a long It was 5 a.m. We took a nap in the Lego store. And then we went back <laughs> and took a nap, got up, they went to nap. Animal Kingdom, did uh, the rides there, um, had a little snacky snack at the... Uh, Amanda kept saying that drinking drinks and snacky snacks at uh, the the lo lounge side of uh, Tiffins. Yeah, the Nomad Lounge. Nomad Lounge Ooh. had some snacks, had some drinks. They actually have a beer there that's from Kenya. I've only had one other time in my life, and I've always I've looked for it. It's really good. Uh, I had it in Chattanooga, hmm. like a really high end restaurant, and um, had never seen it. I think it's called Tusker. And had never had it since, except for they had it there at Nomad Lounge. It's a really good lager, but it has just incredible flavor. Cool. Had that there, and we did Flight of Passage, and we did the River Journey, the River, the Navi River Navi Journey. River so, journey. Will, you had not done either of these. There was a 230-minute wait for Flight of Passage, and we waited four minutes. Here's what we're gonna say: Fast Pass Plus is legit, folks. Yeah, it works. Uh, All right, so explain to me the the plus. Well, that's just it's like Disney Plus. That's just it's Fast Pass Plus is Fast Pass. You, you schedule. Oh, okay. That's what they call that. So it's like an S on an iPhone. Yeah. Like the, there is no regular Fast Pass at this point. It's all Fast Pass Plus. Keep talking. Got it. 
<laughs> but I, I see. Uh, fast Pass Plus, we had Fast Passes for Flight of Passage. I've only ridden Flight of Passage one other time mm-hmm. because uh, my wife and I are very uh, sporadic travelers. Usually the Fast Passes are gone. My kids are also not quite yet ready for that. I think my yeah. son's out there now. That is one thing really cool to, to just jump back real quick about the Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Anyone can ride it. No height requirements. Uh, and, and Well, you know what? The the Roger Rabbit spinning thing has no requirements <laughs> yeah, either. It's pretty intense. And let me go ahead and tell you something. If you saunter onto that ride with your six-week-old child. <laughs> okay. Uh, I want you just Pray to think hard. about what you were saying. What? Yeah. A lot of people no, won't do that with know. a six-week-old <laughs> child. I didn't six-week-old on a theme park and ride. It's called it has Roger Rabbit has in it. It has a spinning something in the title of it. Yeah. Uh, but... I'm not There's sure. There's no rules. <laughs> but, and what I do like about Hollywood Studios, now my kids are now tall enough because they're uh, my youngest are four. And usually this is around that time. And they now could do the Millennium Falcon. They could, I think they could do, if they can't do Slinky Dog, they could be darn close to doing it. Uh, they're going to be able to do Rise of Resistance within the next six months because uh, they're just, I think it's 38 inches for uh, Millennium Falcon, 40 for Rise of the Resistance. So, Hollywood Studios, if you add that, plus Disney Junior Dance Party, there's so much now for smaller kids. Because it used to be kind of what I thought of as the thrill ride park. Because it's where you'd go to do, uh, you know, whether it was Star Tours or do the uh, Rock and Roller Coaster or Twilight Zone Tower of Terror. Now you start compiling what little kids can do. And that's also appealing to them. Like the great movie ride was amazing. But like a three-year-old, right? probably not sure what's going on. Maybe not connecting with them. Mm-hmm. This is Mickey Mouse, so it's very cool. But Flight of Passage, we waited six or seven minutes until uh, we got through with the giant wait, so we had fast passes, and it was it was awesome. Went pretty much straight into the pre-show. Yep. And, Will, uh, since you haven't done it, I'll let you, let you Pre-show, it. too it's, long. Maybe we, too much science. <laughs> what? Science? What? Yeah. If you you love come, that guy? No. no. He's so, he's Here's like, the problem. When well, you've done cool. the Rise of the Resistance pre-show, you'll be like, what is this? What is it? Yeah, Why are you making me wait to ride this ride? I wanted to. We got, you got to know what you're about to get on. Yeah, you got the Ekron, the dragon, or whatever. It is. Uh, I just said what it's called. Ekron, or what uh, we humans call the, the banshee. Uh, so the ride was great. It was super fun. Here are my hot takes. Um, it's what sh- uh, it's what Soren should be. Mm. That's what that that's the text I it, got from Will. It's what Soren should be, and it's. Uh, while a very fun ride doesn't hold a candle to Rise of the Resistance, Bart. Rise of the Resistance is a technological and entertainment experience and achievement that has not been uh, matched by anyone. And it's tangible. Yeah. And it's like, at the end of the day... These key words. At the end of the day... It's their... Animatronics um, and it's just flight sets. of passage is a simulator ride. Yeah. There's no real storyline to it, you know, like compared to okay. uh, uh, most rides have a narrative. This you're just flying, you're just flying you're, through. You're doing the flight of right. the ride of passage, right? And so even where like the the pre-show, he was talking about how you know they're trying to learn more about the nest and everything i thought there'd be at least some like danger involved like someone coming after you no it's just you're just soaring and getting wind blown in your face and nice smells and it's what mm-hmm. soaring yeah. should pandora be pandora is a pleasant experience yeah and i was expecting some drama 
some right. uh, peril. I mean, that one but big there thing tries to chase you for a second. The big shark? No, the big, the bigger Ekron. Yeah, it not kind really. of comes after. Yeah. So anyhow, that being said, that it's a very, you, you it's a wonderful ride. It's cool. <clears throat> um, it's a very. You see why people love it. Unique ride car experience. I understand why people. I loved it. I thought it was great, yeah. but it it by no means is my top theme park experience of all time. Even without um, Rise of the Resistance, yeah. it's not yeah, my favorite of. thing. Mm. I feel like if Soren was like this, somehow you would still get stuck in traffic. Can you imagine that? <laughs> You're Soren, and then you get on the highway, and then you just stop. <laughs> you smell smog. Mm-hmm. Some guy starts I, yelling. Hey! I had never really looked to the side in Flight of Passage. Yeah. And you move a lot more than I think you even realize. Like you, when you see everyone else, and yeah. it's like you are leaning forward and you are, you wonder why you're in sort of that oh, strange yeah. feeling ride, like, or maybe we we'll call it ride vehicle, whatever it is, mm-hmm. harness that when you dive, there's a reason your stomach kind of goes because you are going. Like yeah. it's mm-hmm. a lot more yeah. uh, intense visually or actually happening because a lot of it I thought was just my mind. You know, like Soren kind of playing tricks on me to be like, oh, this is how it's supposed to feel because it's a simulator. Mm-hmm. But no, you are moving. Uh, but you still are largely standing still. Yeah. You're, you are tilting mm-hmm. up and down yeah. pretty rapidly. But yeah, it was a, it was a Bart great ride. Bart and I both made it cleared. We got, uh, though I did get, um, they had to come assist me in getting off. Uh, <laughs> I did. I assisted you. Oh, did you? I thought it was a staff member. No, that was me. No. <laughs> that was Kai's will. His backrest didn't go down. I just went, <laughs> I went, boop, and it popped out. Yeah. So... Uh, you get stuck on things. Then we it's went and did the, like uh, the Navi River Journey. Mm. Beautiful, calm and peaceful. Mm-hmm. The cast member uh, wanted us all four to go in a row, which that ride vehicle is not made for four grown <sighs> yeah. adults in a yeah, row. I told him that, and he said, did you try? I'm like, if, he's like even if we could fit. And then we, Logan and I you were bottoming out the boat then, yeah. like later, and we weren't even, I we didn't like have he, extra people. Yeah, on. so it was good that we were separated. But it was good. That was good. And then... Uh, we went and had second dinner at uh, Kona. Oh, that's right. We went to Kona. We went to Kona. Like, like Kona Grill? Yeah. While we waited to go to Trader Sam's. No, the Kona at the Polynesian I know. Resort. Not Kona Grill. Kona Cafe. Yeah. yeah. Then we went I and- had a burger that had a burger, pastrami, and corned beef on it. Ooh. And cucumbers. Just threw me off a little bit. You know, you can take those off. I did. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Why would you do that? Stop it. It wasn't it's pickles. Fresh. It's not. Yeah. It, no, they. Yeah. Yeah. No, they were tangy. No, they had like pastrami. Had what else? Corned beef. And pastrami, what? corned beef, and then a burger. It was covered in cheese. This is yeah. my. This, that's my jam. Big Kahuna burger. So then we went to Trader <laughs> Sam's. Had fun there. It was a great experience. Great expect. evening. Bart was on the shrinking drink? store. I had me three tiki drinks. <laughs> oh. Uh, Secret menu. Yeah. There is a secret menu, which uh, the one at uh, Disneyland uh-huh. uh, has a lot of secret menu drinks. Like, there's a whole list you can look up. And mm. um, they don't have all of those at the Orlando um, Trader Sam's Grog Grotto. But there are some se- uh, secret drinks. And Bart and I each got one of the special theme drinks. They had a um, Tiki 421. Instead mm. of TK421. Yep. Do you copy? Oh. And it was And that was like delicious. A, a variant of a pina colada type drink. Uh, obviously Star Wars theme. I tried and a little bit of Bart. I just like took a little. I had a Moana <laughs> themed <laughs> one that was called. Uh, the Heart uh, of the Ocean. Heart of Polynesia. Ah. Is what it was. Oh. Glow cube in it. Yeah. And it was good. 
but it was uh, I really liked that one as well. Uh, Bart's was more um, blended consistency. Mine was more liquid consistency. If you so ask, very, they'll kind of tell you. But the best part was the stool. Yeah, so Bart was on the shrimp. There are several stools that are we were at the bar. Well, self-lower. Ah. And so Bart had just told us there was a, a guy behind us that was on one. And we were like laughing about it because he's like looking up at his friends. <laughs> and then a lady at the end of, of the bar. Like it's she on the was remote. On like is there somebody somebody have, I think they have controllers somewhere in the bar where they start lowering it, and it's That's like fine. slow enough that you don't really realize it at first. And all of a sudden, <laughs> it's just you're, happening. You're going so, but Bart was like, "Oh, that's funny. She's it's happening to her too." And they came over and gave her like. They put together straws so that she could like drink Reach. her drink <laughs> and like gave her a booster seat. That's fun. Yeah, they gave her a child's booster Which seat. That woman thought was not a joke, and she tried to use it. And she was like, "I can't fit in this." And they were like, "Yeah, we it's know made it's for a, children. It's a we joke, know, but okay." <laughs> <laughs> then she, uh, I, I'm talking to Bart, and I, all of a sudden, we're looking this way, and I go, "Isn't that right, Bart? Bart?" And he goes. My gosh, it's happening to me too, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> He's like a foot lower than me. <laughs> Looking up. It's happening. It was great. Y'all so. go get bread service? We had at the Nomad Lounge we had sort of the well, they have bread service there, but it's kind of a miniature version of the bread service. It's it's quite a bit different. It's not the same. Okay. It still was good, but uh not the same as the one at Sanaa. Yeah. If that's you're trying Sanaa, bro. I mean if you're trying to um you know, quench that bread service thirst not happening well it's also the end of the night so they were out of some of the bread yes yeah, so and they're uh, like we got white we got bread tiny ramekins mm-hmm. like we went to we got uh, tiny ramekins of the sauces yeah yeah were they indian at all or there was three of them they, i mean they're chutneys yeah. yeah okay it was still delicious but it Fine was just chutneys. not the same when you see bread service on the menu i think for a lot of us you think of the sana bread service not that okay but it was still very good we had a great time at trader sam's and maybe we should the next few days we recorded. Yeah. So there was a lot less of the, we still and we did get to go. Should we should we talk about after hours or should we wait? Uh, yes. I mean, let, let's just crush it. Also, we went to Enchanted <laughs> Rose. Super crushable. <laughs> we went to the Enchanted Rose, the new um, lightly themed Beauty and the Beast bar at uh, Grand Floridian. Nice. And that's where we sent that yes. image of that old fashioned. It was, it was a winter old fashioned. Had a. Uh, um, cranberry simple syrup, cranberry mm. brown sugar simple syrup that they had mixed up. And, it was just um, for the holidays. Yeah, mm. and so they do a seasonal old fashioned. They also had two specialty drinks that come with like table service, where they mix them up at a like a, a wheelable bar, cool. and they have a Make story along with it. Oh, um, and that being said, you talk about holiday. Remind me of Trader Sam's. If you were still trying to get the haunted mansion, uh, was it the Hat, Hatbox, Hatbox Coast, Ghost. Tiki, and the Nutcracker Tiki? They have both of them still available at Trader Sam's nice. Grotto right now. Uh, and then, so we did that. Uh, we also had the truffle fries, which had 18-month-aged Parmesan cheese. Logan thought it was 18 years. She said 18 And then there's, uh, it wasn't <laughs> and I truffle thought, I was like, oil. On. It You're was, was 12, 14 when they started aging this thing? Slices of truffle like on it. So it was very Yeah, real good. truffle. Real truffle. So very good. Uh, and then... Monday, we recorded at Magic Kingdom. And, and they then... had a beautiful setup for us. Mm-hmm. Ariel and the whole team at uh, Walt Disney World for the 20 Magical Reasons mm-hmm. had sort of a radio row set up for all these different radio stations and a couple of us podcasters. And we had the best view. We yeah. did. So we had a view. I mean, some of those guys were deep into the Tomorrowland Terrace. They maybe had better audio quality, but we had a view. We could see the parade. We got fireworks every it was 15, great. 20 minutes from the, or 30 minutes from the big shows. We were there for a couple hours. 
and they would just bring people by. And we got to talk to tons of different people from all the new stuff. Good view of the uh, castle. Kind of beautiful yep. view of the castle. Then we went see, to I'm seeing my Facebook profile right now. The NBA experience after that at uh We did we did some stuff at Magic Kingdom. We did uh one ride. We did we did two rides. Two rides. We, we did, did Buzz space, Lightyear, space Mountain. Oh, spa- we did three rides. No, we did Buzz Lightyear at After Hours. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. Space Mountain and then we went and did the Mine Train. One yeah, runaway Seven mine Dwarves train. Mine Train. Yeah, that one. We not done. I had not done. And that. I had only done. I one. like that ride. Way I better. It was when you a fast lot pass. fun. When you I like the yeah. I like the barrel going side to side. Yeah. So you guys didn't get to do any of the queue and the games mm-hmm. and stuff. No, we, it was a very long wait, but we had a fast mm-hmm. pass for it. And what I really did like about it is, I didn't realize how much the swinging you can do. Yeah. yeah. So maybe the last time I rode it, I was waiting for it to do it for me mm-hmm. and like to be naturally swinging. But instead, we were just throwing our weight side to side, and the yeah. thing started really going. That's so, cool. Uh, it was a lot, a lot of fun. Fun ride. A lot of fun. Then we went to uh, Disney Springs and did the NBA experience, and we went and got to see the theater yes. of the new Cirque du Soleil Drawn to Life, of which we were like, this is going to be cool. It's all that. Mm-hmm. But of the things that we did, and we did many a thing. Pretty much everything. This maybe had the most impact on all of us. Uh, the we got to hear from both a representative from the Disney team that worked on it and also the director of the show, Michelle, and his passion and his vision, and he was telling us the story, probably more story than they were wanting to release at that time, which was incredible. But uh, and then seeing the set and the stage, at least a portion of it, and the new theater, like all the the everything is redone in there and it's beautiful. Um, it. It got us more excited for that than almost anything. Yeah. That's yeah. cool. If you're going to be traveling once this thing opens, which I think this is March 20th. March 20th is the previews. soft previews. They'll be doing one show a night for five days a week. And then uh, April 17th, I believe, is the grand launch. And they'll be doing two shows a night, five World days a premiere. week. premiere. Yeah. And it's uh, we got to see the theater in the set. And again, what a love letter to Walt Disney and to Walt Disney Animation. Just from the set alone, uh, it was breathtaking. And mm-hmm. it was great. Where the, we got to see the pre-show of Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. It was great. It was fun to see it. This was, you walked in, we got to see some of the costumes. And we got to hear from the passion of the Cirque team. And it just seems like it's going to be remarkable. Even the way they said the set moves. Mm-hmm. It's not like you're, what you think of now with like a projection background. It's tangible everything is t- physical uh the only collaboration i've ever seen with cirque is beatles love mm-hmm. in las vegas and that thing is one of the greatest i've seen it three times it's one of the best shows i've ever seen in my life as a hardcore beatles fan which i am so now talking about being a hardcore disney fan and this thing is just a a big story about you know, about disney animation really and about families and it's another family show they said it's gonna be 90 minutes and so it's not something you're going to have no to worry intermission. No intermission. Yeah. So if you have little kids, they'll probably be able to sit through it just fine. Uh, you know, just like going to see a, a movie. So I think that's always a little bit of a concern with people taking their kids to live theater. But that's th- similar to the Frozen. Uh, not it's not a ride, but the Frozen uh, production at runtime. At um, that you're looking at at a uh, California Adventure. California Adventure. Thank you. Yeah, I think that's like an hour. Somewhere around an hour. Oh, is it just an hour? So. Oh, okay. It could be more. Yeah. But it's it's enough. 
but it's not going to be overwhelming to where your kids are going to sit there and then they're going to have to wait till really late to finish it. Like they're going to want to get through it. There's also some interactive kid stuff where kids are going to be able to kind of participate in the show, in the pre-show. So, I mean, in in very kind of light ways, all doing drawings. And he brought a whole story about how we all save the drawings of our children and how drawings are sort of the way we all connect. Mm -hmm. And at that point we were all like, dang it, we're in. Like this just Every kid draws. Yeah, every kid draws. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. Some so, just better than others. Yeah. Some just become. My kid's really good at drawing. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's great. Yeah. Just in case she's listening. My other one's not great at all. <laughs> just in case she's listening. Well, she's like. They both draw, but it's like, you know, it's like, ah, this is good. And then that's. <laughs> and then. <laughs> Second we... kid, middle kid. Is that the one draw, that you. Five. Is what? that the one you sauntered onto the ride with? Yes. Maybe that's what happened. Yes. No. Yeah, that's the one we six week old scarred for life. She doesn't like draw. Disney anymore. Yeah. After that, yeah, she, we went like, to me Disney. And she goes Morimoto and uh, Pro Tip. And NBA. Yeah. If, yeah. Well, I'd already said we did the Morimoto experience, which is a lot of fun. Then we went to Morimoto, did, sat at the bar because we yeah. didn't have reservations. They have tables that are, res- they say reserved on them. Mm-hmm. But if you're a party that's going to be eating at the bar, it's for you. It's because it's, it's first menu. come, first serve, full menu. Tiny table, and full they, menu. they put the reserve sign there so that people that have larger parties that are waiting for a table mm-hmm. don't take up the seats. So mm. that's a pro tip. If it says reserved, it doesn't necessarily mean it's not reserved for you. So ask. That is a, that's a big pro tip. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So if you then, really have that hankering, which I did, then that's a good way to do it. We had some good food there. And then after that, we went to Disney's. Magic Kingdoms after hours. What a day. Yeah. <laughs> we hear about this. Trip. This is why we all wonder why we got back and we're like, okay, we need a day to recover. It we're sounds com- ridiculous. I'm never going to complain about this trip. It was amazing. But we definitely went. I mean, Will just skimmed over the NBA experience. We were doing full-on slam dunks and shooting slingshot basketballs. I got drafted to the Orlando Magic. I mean, <laughs> stuff got, got weird. Uh, but <laughs> Stuff got weird. Man. Yeah. Lots of great photo ops in there, by the way. And some cool merch, too. Yeah. They even have Magic Bands. You could get an NBA branded Magic Bands. And then uh, the next day, we went to the Riviera, and that's we're back where we started. Okay, but we didn't do After Hours. We did do After you Hours. You just said we went to After Hours. Well, what do you want us to well, say? You, we say, got free say Mickey we, bars. Say what we all want to know, that it's worth yes. the money. Yes. Absolutely. It's the greatest feeling when you're, you go in at 7, mm-hmm. and it... So you get in an hour before. Yeah, the hours change depending on the day. And yeah. so we went in at 7. Mm-hmm. We watched the fireworks. Yeah. And then everyone's leaving and you're just like. Because you could go in a little bit before your time. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you, then can, all of a sudden, you can just get this. Yes. You don't have to, ha- you don't have to already have a part. Because it's practically ticket. the same, if not a little bit more, than buying a full day. Mm. However, you get in there. Everyone leaves. All of a sudden, it's a ghost town, essentially. Within uh, minutes, you can. I guess what's wild is within to rides, fifteen minutes, it is empty. Free Mickey bars, right? Yeah, everything popcorn, everything from the cart. So it was Mickey. I think, I think it was like four options Dang. for the cart: Ke- ice cream sandwiches, ice cream sandwiches, the cinnamon almonds things. No, no. no. Oh, I, let me just talk: okay. ice cream sandwiches, <laughs> Mickey bars, popcorn, sodas. Uh, I think that was that was and probably like it. water bottles and water. Yeah, sodas and waters, uh, bottled, not like. Uh, Fountain. Tap. Like straight yeah. Here you go. Like here you go. I had three uh, ice cream sandwiches within an hour. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you can eat. And they're not small. Uh, and some popcorn. Worth it. And I did Big Thunder Mountain. So it was it was a good night. You walked onto the rides. Essentially, it was beautiful. 
Uh, I love that idea and concept. So what should be available every day? So what did the what time did the park close that night? So eight. Eight. It closed with the fireworks. So did the fireworks. It closed. Okay. We then worked our way because it was Madhouse for a little bit there to Tomorrowland, where we had already yeah, been armband. Tens of thousands of people were trying yeah. to get out. Uh, I would go because some people did clearly had bought it for later on and had gotten their regular ticket and then also bought after hours. At the front gates, you get banded if you are there for after hours. That was great because there were pretty long lines to get armbands throughout the park if you were already there. Uh, so go to the front and get banded there. And by the time we made it to Tomorrowland, it started to thin out. And I think Bart said, Bart stayed the longest. He closed it down. Uh, we stayed for two of the three hours because we didn't go until 5 a.m. And we'd done a bunch of stuff. And he said the only thing he waited for was... Um, 15 minutes for Peter 15 Pan. 15 minutes for Peter Pan. And everything else was straight up. We did Buzz Lightyear, straight up walk on. Will, you you had, you had a milestone. Uh, oh, did you get it the was nine, 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 nine? He always ruins stories. Yes. Oh, that was, did that you do this? Yeah. Right, well, he was pitching it to me, not oh. you to ask the question which had the answer in it. You want my story to be... Yes. Yes. All right. That's the end of it. No, I don't want to. How do you do it? Uh, well, you the ride stuck stops, the right and there's a very perfect hundred thousand button right in front of me that I just go boop, 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 boop. I only needed four hundred thousand extra. Oh, I was already at half a million. Dang, I'm terrible at that game. Specifically in the the Zerg room. Mm-hmm. I know where which he's one like kind of in the. Is he like the spider looking thing? Kind yeah. Of? Yeah. That's, that's where, where there are certain arms and legs that you can at least get there's a 50,000 and a 100,000 uh, yeah that one nice. so this is the one I was hitting so you got was stuck right in that room so you're just underneath like, yeah. him right there look at that thing yeah I mean we were stopped for maybe you know, as they load on time. someone who you know, I mean, has, five seconds I mean you know you can, you can blow it's great yeah and we did that we did Big Thunder Mountain a couple other attractions and I can tell you just from the just by just walking around it just felt so crazy mm-hmm. because it would be like the closest person was in a, would be at the end of that studio, you That's know, weird. you know, that kind of thing. So uh, what was the what was the shutdown time that night? For? That was eight to eleven, right? Yeah. So it's three hours. It's three hours. <laughs> three hours, and there's almost every every attraction. I mean, Country Bears is open. Tiki Room is open. Um, you know, I think Hall of Presidents was closed. Uh, a couple of the one I'm surprised even like Jungle Cruise was open with with cast members. I was kind of surprised that they would do ones that were, you need, people to uh-huh. do it. Uh, so it was, it was great. We did, we did probably three or four rides. Uh, Will did a couple and he went to go meet up with a buddy. Yep. And we were so tired. Uh, Allen Beck. Anything yeah. different Abercadabra. or special? Cause you know, the, like the not so scary, like they've got things. There will be a villains extra. after hours starting okay. soon, which is villains themed. So those on select nights, this was not that this was just that, but at the castle, there was like a castle mini light show that would happen every 15 or 20 minutes where they'd start blaring music in a great way. And like it'd be like step in time or something like that, and all of a sudden the lights in the castle would kind of change. That's cool. One more pro tip before we wrap it all up: uh, if you need to leave Magic Kingdom, and especially it's a, a rush time like uh, closing, um, and you can even check and see, yeah, yeah I'll be there in ten minutes. Um, the minivan service, ah. game changer. Pulls up to the bus loading area right in front of the gate. Nice. You don't have to go to the transportation center like you would if you get an Uber or a Lyft. Minivans straight from the Lyft app. Best way to do it. I was walking towards the front, and so I had 10 minutes. I'm like, 
uh, before it would be there. And I'm like, well, I can stop in the gift shop. I can grab something. I hailed it, went ahead, and uh, it was there waiting for me in uh, row eight. It's, we uh, use the minivan so much. Position I cool. almost bought the toy minivan. <laughs> it was fantastic. It sort of became like a minivan. minivan like, yep. And they said that it's going to be mostly Suburbans very soon, so you're going to fit even more people. Cool. A lot of more Suburbans, some were Traverses. But uh, the Suburbans we were in weren't were very comfortable for, for our group. And prices now do kind of vary, so just look on your on the Lyft app. It's not a flat rate. We did have the serenading minivan driver. Oh. The one and only, very special. Uh, you could find that on Instagram. So just go look at that there. <clears throat> and he, mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. on the way to Animal Kingdom, he decided to bust out some classic Jungle Book goodness. Uh, and you can go, just, I'm going to tell you, go on Instagram. Go see it there. All right. And one cool other thing we saw before I wrap up is from there, I was able to watch the SpaceX launch of uh, one of the rockets headed towards, it was the first thing, it was actually the first uh, rocket to be in conjunction with Space Force. Mm-hmm. Space Force. With Space Force. And we watched it rise right beside Cinderella Castle. And it was pretty cool. So That's check awesome. your, and a great place to watch it is the bridge to Frontierland, which is what we were at, like kind of right in front of Splash Mountain, that whole area. Mm-hmm. When you look straight, you can still see the castle. And we just watched it go up and it was like, Three minutes of watching it, but I had to learn on my phone to tell me when the shuttle launch was going or the, the rocket launch was mm-hmm. happening. So check those launches because you can watch them from the parks. I just saw the one two or three weeks ago from Hollywood Studios, so I kind of had it in the back of my head like, oh, this happens again and we're in the park. And it happened that one. It usually it's like at four o'clock in the morning. This one was at 9 p.m., so it was great. All right. I feel like I have lost my voice from talking yep, so we're much. We're good. Mm. Any last questions, boys? No, that was great. The Weaver will be back next week, I believe. Don't forget to go to wdwtoday.com and click at the top of the page yes. for that giveaway. Mm-hmm. Yep, it tells you exactly what to do. Yep. Just fill it out says, a couple of questions. I'll read it. It says, WDW Today Podcast wants to give you the gift of Disney magic. Click here to enter. Yep. And you click that, and that's how you do it. It's real easy. It's really simple. Do that. Obviously, check out our friends at Travelmation. Obviously, check out Airbnb if you're looking for a place to stay. Uh, if you win that $100 gift card and you need a place to stay, it's a good place to stay also, especially mm-hmm. if you got big families. Uh, and take a look at that. we got some openings coming up even in the next couple of weeks. So if you're looking for that last-minute trip, Airbnb.com. Boys, any plugs? Uh, the Mike Cast. We have a guest on this coming week's episode. Her name's Kelly Henderson. She does a podcast called The Velvet's Edge, um, which is a big deal that I didn't know about. But it's a really, really great conversation kind of kicking off the new year and all about letting go of things from, you know, the last year. Letting go, letting go. Letting go and getting started with the new year. So check that out. It's at the Mottcast on anywhere you download podcasts. Cool. I'll let Will talk about the podcast Patreon because it's a big deal because we just launched something really cool. But um, I wanted to shout out to my wife's cousin. I guess it's my cousin too. Her name's Coley. She was just sauntering on Facebook and one of her friends commented on our show that's going live right oh. now and said... Is this you? <laughs> and I said, yes. And then she asked me, is that one of the Hanson brothers next to you? And I said, no, that's Matt Lott. Oh. <laughs> oh, I thought it was me for a second. Oh. And I'm like, oh, is it? Oh, no, clearly that's not me. Uh, is that Averman? <laughs> yes. Yeah, it is. Is that, Aver- is that Averman? Uh, no, I thought it was Averman. Averman. Avery. Averman. All right. Anyway. We got a new Patreon, patreon.com slash the podcast, a bunch of news levels, um, merch coming with that, uh, something called a town hall where we're going to get to get some more FaceTime with us. You can check that out. 
at patreon.com slash the podcast. And on your latest episode, if we have a lot of wrestling fans in no yeah. crossover here. Uh-huh. So. We have Matt Raywalt, also known as Aiden English. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the villains now uh, host of 205 Live and a lot of uh, have other you gotten to fun to wrestling yet? stuff. I've listened to a lot of it. Yeah. Not all of it yet. I haven't finished it yet. So check that out. That's our latest episode, thepodcast.com. All right. I think that's going to do it. Terry will be back next week. He's actually, I think, uh, in the Orlando area or almost there, so he'll have some stuff to say. I'm sure. I think he's going to try to hit Rise of Resistance. Which we may have just interviews next week. We're not sure. We may. Yeah, we'll, we'll have a lot. Out. We have so much content to release. We want to, We wanted to get through this, but then release new content coming up, and we'll have the first uh, winner of the giveaway next week. So make sure you go to wdwtoday.com right now. Until next time, I'm Logan Seculo. I'm Will Haynes. I'm Matt Lott. And I'm The Grease. And we'll see you on the next show.